Hey, Statville. Ben here. So, last week was quite the roller coaster. But this week, yeah, well, at least it started out a little bit normal. <laughs> I was just doing the rounds as a garbage man does. And after a while, I saw... Okay, wait, before I continue with this story, a little bit of context as to what happened before. A few weeks ago, as I was doing the rounds, I witnessed a woman uh, walking the street, one of the streets that my garbage truck uh, usually drives past. And this woman looked pretty disheveled. Not just disheveled, also just as if she was beaten up by somebody. And on top of that, this woman, this poor, poor woman was wearing a collar. And on that collar was, I don't know how to describe it precisely, but there was this thing on it with a light and the light was, it was beeping. It was beeping, but very slowly. So, you know, uh, I, I asked my colleague to stop the truck so I could assist her. And my colleague is very used to my shenanigans to, at this point, so he just stopped and waited for the weirdness to begin. Well, it did begin, but it did end rather quickly as well, because when I approached this woman and asked her if everything was okay, even though most obviously one this lady turned around with the brightest, widest, fakest smile I had ever seen. It was very uncanny indeed. And this woman was looking at me with that smile of hers and she told me that everything was fine and that I had nothing to worry about. And if I asked if I should call anybody or just get her some help. She said, nope, don't need help, don't want it, I'm okay. And she said it with this, this huge smile on her face. So I didn't trust any of it, you know, so I, I turned to the truck to get my phone and at least call somebody so that she could get some help. But when I returned to the spot where I found this lady, she was already gone. No trace of her. Even my colleague didn't see her again. So that, that memory stuck in my mind for quite a while, right until this week when I saw another person walk past me, also very disheveled, also having traces of physical abuse on their body, and again, that collar around their neck. I have no, I, at that point, I had no idea where all this was coming from or what all this meant. But I knew that if I were to address these people, because I saw multiple people with, with those collars on, that I wouldn't get an honest response. But I tried anyway. So multiple times this week, I got off my garbage truck and I just asked, hey, are you okay? Do you need help? What's going on with the collar? 
Now, the first few times, the results were the same as the very first time. I was met with a hokey smile. I was told everything was all right, and the moment I turned my back, the person I was addressing would be gone. But the fifth time that I saw this person walking around, or a person walking around, it was, it was a different person every time. The fifth person that I found with this collar around their neck, and I asked them what was going on, this person just stared at me, still smiling, but staring silently. And then they told me with a very weird intonation in their voice that I should meet them at a diner. Well, I told them that I was still at work, so this person was like, well, when are you done working? So, you know, I, I told them that my shift would end in three hours and that in three hours I was able to meet and I did and then this person who I had never seen before just with this uncanny unwavering smile on their face asked if I had a pen and paper with me and I did <laughs> so I gave him a pen I gave them a paper and this person just starts riding, riding stuff as if, her, as if their life depended on it. And she handed over the paper. And then they were gone. They excused themselves from the table, left a tip for the server, and they were gone. And I saw, you know, I, I, I wasn't fast enough to stop them, but I felt like I didn't need to because everything I need to know was written on that piece of paper. Turns out that for the past few weeks, people in Stadville have been going missing. Now, of course, when I first heard the news, I was concerned, of course, but I was still in the middle of my shenanigans with Hama Greyhide, so I didn't have much time to think about it. But now that I am thinking about it, I realize that a lot of those people that go missing, they have turned up again. But now with those collars around their necks, and this piece of paper, let me tell you, it explained it all. I have it right here with me. On it, it says that this particular person was feeling really down in the dumps as of late. Their boyfriend broke up with him. And their job had been particularly hard, too. And of course, it was that time of the month where rent had to be paid. So this person was under a lot of stress. And this stress manifested itself in a sadness and a depression. And this person didn't know how to deal with it. Until one moment, in the middle of the night, there was a knock at the door. And before this person could open the door, an envelope was pushed underneath the door. 
and this envelope was an invitation. An invitation by one Mr. Rictus, owner of a company called Joy Incorporated. Mr. Rictus, in this letter, promised a cure for the sadness that this person was feeling. Free of charge, even. Now, most people would probably either see this as a letter sent by a nut job or the beginning of a very elaborate ruse, a scam. But this person felt like they had lost everything already and they, they could have might as well taken the plunge. And they did. They followed the directions that were written inside the envelope they found themselves in a nondescript building and then 10 hours of nothing. And with nothing, I mean that the memories stopped there. And apparently, or at least that's what I'm assuming, this is the same for the other people that have gone missing and then reappear with that collar strap around their necks. People down in the dumps, feeling with no way out, they had to take this invitation from a stranger in charge of a strange company. And then when they arrive at the location, they form a gap in their memory and the next thing they know, they're walking around with a collar around their neck. Now apparently what this color does, as was written on this paper, is that it makes you happy. It makes you happy by forcing you to be happy. And any negativity that is either expressed on the face or expressed through your voice will reward you with a shock to the neck. These innocent people looking for relief, a way out, are rewarded with shock collars. I feel like I need to inform the police about this and I will. I don't know how seriously I'll be taken since some on the force are probably also listening in on this podcast and due to the contents of the previous episode may think that I'm just crazy talk. But even if there's even a small chance that they'll believe me and that they'll investigate this matter, then I'm all the happier for it. With all that being said, I only have one more thing to say before I say goodbye. And that's that if you're feeling down, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling like you got nowhere else to go, don't accept such invitations. Don't, don't accept the invitation of a stranger to go to a certain place and then 
open yourself up to a fate such as these people. Instead, find help. Find the friend. Find the professional. And work together to hash things out. Because at the end of the day, no matter how you may feel, just know that you're not alone. And with that being said, there's only one thing left to say. See y'all later.